Well, the Arizona Diamondbacks continue their long road trip here early on in the 2021 season, and they are now headed to Cincinnati, and we are joined by the Reds beat writer for the Cincinnati Inquirer, Bobby Nightingale. Bobby, thanks so much for joining us again. Seems like we just talked just a couple weeks ago. I know, it's so weird that they're they're playing again already. Yeah, been been uh, bouncing around, seeing multiple opponents already early on. Um for the first series for the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Reds, when they, they got together the Reds on a breakneck pace in terms of their offense, seems like they've been able to keep that up a little bit. Just how, how has it been since that Arizona series, um, you know, kind of moving on for the Reds the past couple of weeks? Yeah, it just seems like they've been crushing the ball at home and then the road's given them a little bit of trouble. Uh, lost two, two out of three games against the Diamondbacks at Chase Field, lost two out of three. Uh, against the Giants in San Francisco. But other than that, it seems like their offense has been uh, just crushing the ball. I mean, they're averaging around eight runs a game. The one pitcher who's really stopped them so far is Shane Bieber. Um, but, you know, he, he's a, he was a Cy Young winner last year for a reason. So I don't think it was surprising that uh, he was able to slow them down. But at Great American Ballpark, I mean, they're just they're, they're hitting something like 450 with runners in scoring position. So it's one of those every time they get an opportunity to score, they have been uh, playing at home. And, but they'll be also without a key bat here uh, in in the series with Nick Castellanos now serving his two game suspension, dating all the way back to the second game of the series. They, uh, you know, tried to appeal that, but the the appeal did not go through. What does that do to the lineup? I know that um, obviously it's not just a, a one man band when you're putting up eight runs a game, but how does not having Castellanos in that lineup affect the the overall uh, you know nine that are in that lineup? Yeah, I think it has a big effect. I mean, it's his first time since he joined the Reds last year that he'll miss a game. Uh, just always a guy who's been in the middle of the order, always a dangerous bat. Uh, had a good series against Arizona the last time they played each other. So that, that'll be a loss for him. But they do, fortunately, they have uh, Tyler Naquin. He, he's been a, a star, surprise star for the start of the season. Signed a minor league deal in spring training and then kind of emerged. Uh, leaves the team with six homers, has 15 RBIs. Uh, really just their fourth outfielder. So it's been difficult for manager David Bell trying to find him playing time, but uh, now he'll be in the lineup the next two days. And the, the big part for the Reds, too, is Joey Votto's really turned it around in the past week or so. Um, he was still struggling when he faced Arizona last time, and since then he's been on a complete tear. So that'll, those two will probably be the big pieces in terms of trying to fill Cassiano's spot. And in the opening game of this series, you're going to have Luis Castillo going head-to-head against Zach Gallen. Uh, should be a really fun matchup. Two aces um, on, on their respective teams. Just what do you anticipate here for game one uh, with two really good pitchers taking the bump? Yeah, I think you said it. I mean, two aces. I mean, Luis Castillo has struggled this season. Um, but he's one of those guys where if everything's going, if his changeup's working, if his fastball's hitting 98, uh, like it usually does, he's one of those, he, he's can easily be one of those top guys in the National League, and I think Zach Gallen's there too. Uh, both young guys that I think started to figure things out the last couple seasons, and it's now, can they both take that next step, and uh, be fun to see a match up against each other. I mean, they won't, you know, they, they're not literally competing against each other, but uh, cool to see how, compare how the two do uh, tonight, just, just because they're both kind of emerging and both looking to take that next step into um, maybe that Jacob DeGrom, Clayton Kershaw category. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tyler Molly and Jeff Hoffman both also throwing for the Reds. They were able to see the Diamondbacks the first time around. Uh, Just what did you take away from both of their starts uh, that they might be able to implement here in the next couple of games? 
Yeah, Tyler Malley threw four no-hit innings against the Diamondbacks, but it took him 92 pitches to do it. Um, I, I know the Reds, they all talked about after facing the, the Diamondbacks last time that they were impressed by their hitters' patient approach, uh, spoiled a lot of pitches with foul balls, and I think that was something that they talked about a lot, which is in terms of how the Diamondbacks were able to get starters out of the game so quickly, um, and the Reds' bullpen struggled in the Arizona. So I, I think that'll be something where you see him try to – First pitch strikes are going to be huge, pumping the strike zone with strikes, um, and maybe not expanding as much, not risking as many walks, uh, just, just because I, I think they, they want to avoid what happened last time where I think Jeff Hoffman had a better start than uh, went deeper in the game than Tyler Malley, uh, but he didn't go that far either. So I think it's both of them are going to be looking towards just trying to get ahead in counts, trying to dictate a little bit more uh, what happened so they're not out of the game in four or five innings. And Bobby, you know the drill. We always wrap up with a, a food question. Uh, maybe if there are some Diamondbacks fans headed to Great American Ballpark here for a midweek series. I know that you mentioned a couple concession stands last time around. Any restaurants in kind of the surrounding area that jump out to you that, uh, you know, to, to get the real Cincinnati experience if they're going to catch a Reds game? Uh, I think to get the Cincinnati experience, you have to go with Skyline Chili. Um it's a hit or miss whether you like it or not it's not i don't think anyone else would call it chili but it's spaghetti with meat sauce uh and cinnamon and some other stuff but it's the the cincinnati that's that's what it's known for so i I think you have to try it at least once if you're out here where do you fall in that category are you pro skyline or or against skyline chili i'm I'm more against than pro, but I, I, I could do it like once every once in a while, but I'm not one of those people. You, you'll hear some Cincinnati stories where people go there three or four times a week. and I couldn't do that, but I, I could do it once, maybe every couple of weeks and be okay with it. Okay. Got some, got some good baseball insight. Also got uh, the good, the good food insight in there. So uh, again, appreciate you uh, hopping on with us again early in the season. Seems like a, this is a regular thing here for us. But I appreciate you jumping on and talking about this midweek series between the Diamondbacks and the Cincinnati Reds. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for having me.